0: Hello out there planet Earth and happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday. TGIF. You might hear it a few times today. Just remember, it's always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. ICYMI, which is in case you missed it, SMB stands for small and medium-sized business. For the last 20 years, I've been a voice and a sounding board for business leaders, just adding a little bit of color to the world of SMBs. These days one of my favorite things to do is offer what's left of my mind and my voice. To a live weekly talk show right interview SMB leaders and their trusted advisors, if you're looking to accelerate your connections with the business community, you are in the right place on Fridays here at talkradio.nyc, as my friend Tommy D would say from philanthropy and focus. Every single Friday, you can hear some very passionate folks speak on the world of SMBs. You got Tommy D before me, Jeremiah Fox on the entrepreneurial web after me, Joseph Franklin McElroy later on today on Wise Content Creates Wealth. So I wanted to give a quick shout out to my buddy Rob DiPaolo and his colleagues from National Financial Network. Thanks so much for inviting me and my friends from the human interest 401k platform to speak at your first in-person event since the pandemic got going great to see everyone in person finally always awesome to be in the company of not only like minded but like valued friends such as yourself just an awesome event over the last 20 years i've noticed that some of the best thought leadership for smbs happens on friday when we feel that freedom of the weekend descending However, we're all so anxious to start the weekend, myself included. These pearls of wisdom, they're overlooked, they're swept under the rug, they're eased aside in favor of our fun activities and our freedom from work. Here on the show, we take advantage of that weekend freedom and clarity. We discuss popular topics on the minds of SMB leaders and their trusted advisors. Just a coincidence for you, my last name actually means free in German. Nice. Fun fact for everybody, there is deeper meeting. I'm not a very surface level person. There's there's a lot of method behind the madness, as you guys know, not just to play on words. The shades are on. The time has come. Let's dive into this thing. Today's topic, the godfather, the digital business card godfather. So why do people keep printing paper business cards when it's commonly known that they're going right in the trash? Living through the pandemic encouraged many SMBs and working professionals to figure out some alternative ways to disseminate their contact information. One way that information gets to your target audience and stays really accessible continues to be text messaging. Our special guest says, how would you like to easily be able to easily distribute all of your contact information to your prospects phones and at the same time, automatically collect their name and cell phone numbers directly into your database. You can even be in a different city when you do it. And how would you like to be able to enlist an army of people who can distribute your information just as easily as you can by simply teaching them your keyword and number. Referrals and engagement with new connections you make, it's never been easier to achieve. Have you guys ever heard the talk is cheap? Well, we're on talkradio.myc. We don't want this to just be talk. The goal here is let's use the insight we received today and harness it, really use it to make some impact come Monday morning. It's far too often in my travels. I see SMBs focused on the product that's going to solve their problems, the shiny new mousetrap, the magic wand. From what I've seen, products change every single day, every other facet of our lives, personal business, no matter. There's no substitute for surrounding yourself the right people, which clearly our special guest has done in the past. Keep a focus on the process that's going to help you achieve your goal. If you do that, the right products will present themselves when they're needed by the small medium-sized business. Everything begins and ends with the people. So in the spirit of surrounding yourself with the right people, we have a great show for you here today, our special guest, none other than Gabe O'Neill, owner of Digital Accelerant LLC. So Gabe is a software developer who built custom systems for companies like Panasonic. Sony and Computer Associates. In 1993, he was introduced on stage in front of 5000 people by Bill Gates as he live demonstrated the software that his team built for the DEA. So, fairly serious. Gabe also co-founded two successful nonprofits, one with his daughter Mary Margaret, uh which is Kids Are Heroes, and one with his dog Charlie. Uh so Wags for Hope. Definitely want to hear a little bit about that too. Uh, Gabe says, in this upside-down world we're living in right now, we're all struggling to get more leads in new ways. The digital business card from Digital Accelerant stands out as an innovative, dynamic business card, digital, that doubles as also a lead generator. Again, what makes it unique? All the cards are customized for each client. They come with a keyword to a vanity, short code 21,000. We capture the cell phone numbers of those who text. And once we train the sphere around us to remember the keyword and the code, well, now you have an army of people who can easily refer you at the best way possible anytime you want. So, again, now known as the the godfather of the digital business card, Gabe builds high-end custom digital cards for the clients. They return business back due to the unique delivery method. Awesome stuff. Gabe is the best person I could think of to discuss this with me here today, as he is the godfather himself. Uh, As always, we will discuss my favorite questions. Who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? What is your favorite musical instrument? And who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? Revolutionizing the world of passing business cards and helping me make the debut of my new digital business card, Gabe. Welcome to Always Friday. Great to have you here.
1: Well, thank you so much, Stephen. I'm glad that this is recorded because now I've got lots of snippets of stuff to use. I don't need to talk anymore. Um, I don't know. So you, you, you basically covered almost everything. I don't know what we're going to talk about the next hour or so. But oh, don't I worry. Thinking. I'm sure we'll
0: come up with something. <laughs> yeah. But do me a favor. Share with us you know, how, your story on how you got here. Not necessarily from the book of Genesis, but you, right. this is a really interesting endeavor. So tell us about it.
1: Well, when we moved to Atlanta in 2015 from Maryland, and it was a weird, I won't get into the story of why we moved down here, but we only knew one person and that was via Twitter. Um, So when we came down here, we had to network to get to to know people. So we did that. Uh, But when you, as as you know, if, if you network in person, you know, it takes at least a year to get to have a good base of people that really know you and really trust you. Uh, but so that was great, and that worked out, you know, fine. And about 2018, um, we decided to move from uh, Canton, Georgia, to Dallas, Georgia, which is where we live now. Now that's about an hour away, so uh, I, so networking-wise, I had to start all over again. And as a software developer, I was looking for contract work. My contract was uh, was about to expire in a few months, and I thought, oh, this isn't good. I need to I need to get to some people to know me. Um, so how can I expedite this process so the answer came to me as well what if i what if I did something for them what if i created something of value for them and not ask for anything in return and so the idea came to me to i don't know create a digital business card I had one it was a PDF file it was really not very good at all uh, you couldn't share it you had to have a reader and all this i mean it was it just wasn't good so um, I redesigned it And I created it. And so I went into the local networking place about five minutes from my house as as a new guy, stood up and said, anybody want a a free digital business card, I'm happy to do it for you. And at the end of the meeting, instead of that awkward part where you're standing up and everybody else is talking because they know each other and and they're ignoring you, um, they're all starting to line up to get a digital card for me. And I thought, well, this is pretty cool. And so So it started from there. And what happened from there was um, more and more people got them. We ended up putting them on a a page, uh, a a landing page for everybody to refer each other out. So you just go to that page and find the person you're looking for and send it to somebody else. This was before we had the texting option. Um, Then we started adding features to it, you know, as people were asking for stuff and, and you know, and I'm coming up with ideas and just adding it to it, adding value to it. So we added audio to it and then we added video to it. And then we added, finally, when we added texting to it, that was really the game changer, I think, because yep. um, it's just an easy way, both in person and in in, the, in this new virtual word, world we are, just to get your information out very easily. Because, you know, you don't have to, when, when people are in Zoom, um, right now they're, they're writing their Wikipedia in the chat about what, what, you know, and, and when I, when I, when I, when I, every once in a while, when I save the chat, I look at it and I go, no, I'm not dealing with this. But so all I have to do is just say, Hey, you know, text the word Godfather to 21,000, you get my information. So that's kind of, that's kind of how it, it got started. But, and so after, after about six, eight months of this, I kind of realized that. Hey, wait a minute! You know what? I had I had all these personal glass ceilings that was telling me that, ah, oh, nobody will ever pay for them, or I'll never be able to make any money to be, you know, to make this a serious business. But those were all personally imposed glass ceilings. And once yep. I pulled them away and realized that, wait a minute, this could be a real business here, then things just started to took off from there. And that was about in sub- September of two thousand and nineteen is when. I really started focusing on the cards and that and so now here we are today. So cool.
0: It's it's an amazing process of execution that leads to the right end product. I went through it myself. I texted I texted Gabe to twenty one thousand. Mm -hmm. and got the digital business card so Mm -hmm. that's what it looks like for those of you watching out there in facebook live land and in the the true spirit of things you know tommy d on philanthropy and focus and i got started right around the same time doing our shows on talkradio.myc so tommy d just activated his business card as well so you can text Tommy D to 21000 and get all of Tommy D's contact information. Mm-hmm. So uh mine's just getting up and running now. It's going to be SMB guys, shocking, I know, uh, at 21000, but just just a great great process if I may just for a moment. Sit out by my fire pit with me. That's uh mini burnadoodle, uh mini golden doodle uh, cross, so he kind of looks like Charlie, your dog a little bit. Awesome. Uh but you know, as far as as far as it goes, like I had the same you know issue that you had i had a digital business card back in the day and it was something that was supposed to be really nice and easy it almost looked like an app on the phone and you know you bump phones or you text this and it transmits That it never worked right never worked right the analytics behind it were kind of crappy you know it's just it's more important now than ever to make a concept concept like this work and you you have done that fairly well passing physical business cards it was already starting to become antiquated you know before the pandemic to me. Absolutely. Following the pandemic, it's even less popular. It's like nobody wants to take something that you just had, you know, <laughs> swishing around in your pocket with your hands that might be dirty, might be clean, whatever. It's, 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 it's a whole new world. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but the one of the biggest things, and this is something that really gets to my heartstrings, is it's not just a business card, it's not just a digital business card. It's a technology-enabled community. And you know, as somebody who doesn't like to focus on products, I do like to be aware of products, especially if they're rooted in good people and good process like what you have. You know, but simple to pass along your information and connect with people, analytics to keep track of efforts, connection to all others using the platform, affiliate programs, and more. You know, this is, you know, text LinkedIn. This was for Erin Anderson, a LinkedIn coach. I had met her through a networking endeavor months ago. I didn't even realize that this is what she was doing until I got to know you a little bit better. But uh, we want everybody else to get to know you just a little bit better. Know the godfather of the digital business card himself. So we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with Gabe O'Neill, owner of Digital Accelerant LLC, the godfather of the digital business card. Stay with us. Thursdays, 12 noon on TalkRadio.nyc.
4: You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.
0: Welcome back to Always Friday, it's Friday, it's always Friday, it's me, it's Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're talking with Gabe O'Neill, owner of Digital Accelerant LLC, the godfather of the digital business card. So Gabe actually put together a, a white paper a little while back about you know, the Digital Accelerant business card and you know its return on investment. Just a couple of thoughts from there real quick before we kick off the method part of the show here. There are several digital business cards on the market, most of which are just that electronic versions of the physical paper business card. To deliver them, people have to send out a long URL or, or get others to just type it in, bump phones, whatever. Some of them require the installation of an app, others boast you could just tap it to someone's phone and it'll appear like the bump way. Yeah. Despite the fact that this technology does, doesn't work the majority of the time, It is useless over the Zoom call and virtual meeting world that we have. You can't use your your physical presence to tap the card. The person who owns them, they're the only ones that typically send them out to others, and that makes it kind of difficult to get it out there. Nothing received in return. Invariably, all the cards from those companies, they all look the same, very cookie-cutter versions. Gabe's initial goal was to create something that would be unique and simple to share, Every one of the clients has a customized card that was designed specifically for them, and that gets them more excited about it, and that causes them to share it more often, which results in more business. So, Gabe, this is the method part of the show. This is where we talk about the science behind what you do. What do you do? How do you do it? How do you go to market for it? I know we could text Gabe to 21,000 or Godfather to 21,000, which is a hell of a lot of fun, but lay it on us. Give us the method behind the madness.
1: Um not really sure i understand that question
0: so as far as the method goes you know we obviously want to be able to disseminate these these types of cards a little bit easier and not not give a physical piece of paper to somebody so you know it's aside from you, you know making it nice and easy for people to text a simple keyword to a vanity that to the twenty one thousand thing. This is something that's that's acting as a lead generator in multiple ways. So talk right. to us a little bit right. about your thinking with okay. that. All
1: right. So 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 right. So since we capture the cell phone number of the people who text us, um that goes into um you know into your database in the back end in the CRM. <clears throat> and um you know what we do is and and the other part that's really cool about it is that as you mentioned it's a it's it's a community that we involve each other you know we, we involve everybody in it right so as a matter of fact today we have a new member orientation mondays and thursdays we have mastermind groups so we the idea is that that's another way that we um that we help people to leverage the, their card in the best way and even you know people people share ideas oh i did this today with my card this really worked great and everybody else is copying that so i mean i i really really love that part so that 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 part of it's really fun but when we but but the other part is is that when not only in that community but any community that you're involved with all you have to do is get them to remember your keyword and the short code so if i get people to remember godfather to twenty one thousand. then i have an as, as we said an army of people who can who can give out my card at any time to anybody they don't have to know my website digital excel What was that digital accelerant they always say digital which yep, isn't yep. right uh gabe gabe o'neill how is that n-e-a-l no that's not correct uh, so, I, so they don't know my website they don't know my my email they'll never remember my phone number but They'll remember all day long, either Gabe to twenty one thousand or Godfather to twenty one thousand. That's really, um, I think, really what would, would, would that's that was the game changer when we added that. That really made our our card very different, and and it's that in um, in tandem with the the customization and the community building. That's the part. I mean, I I tell you what, Stephen. I mean. I think I might have told you this before, but I am having the time of my life with this company because of the fact that people are getting business from the card. I keep hearing about ROI that they're getting from from the card. You know, Craig got a tw- 1,200% ROI in his first three days. And uh, um, um, I'm, I'm trying to, oh, Dan, Dan, um, Dan Gittry, he got a, a 200% ROI in his first hour. And then and then of course Jaden is on Clubhouse all the time with his card and he's got a two thousand percent ROI in his first month. So and that just made that's part of my pay is to hear yeah, those absolutely. stories. Is to hear those stories and, and that's that's really what I love about it. So so yeah, it's it's really um again, it's very, very different and we're always trying to add value to it. We're always trying to come up with ways like how can you know, as I said, when when you get your card. We're not done with you. We're we're gonna still try and promote you. That like you text cards to twenty one thousand. You see all my clients, and, and, and people use those as resources. So, um, but I'll tell you one one really kind of cool story that, um, that convinced a person who'd never seen the card before to get one. Uh, and this was in a networking group. Um, and it's a very interactive networking group. It's it's uh, you know people are connecting all the time. This lady said at the end of that meeting. I wanted to connect with six people um, and and have one-on-ones with them. She said, I was able to connect with three and have one-on-ones with them. And that was um, the three people who had digital cards from me. She said, that's why I'm buying it. Because it's just, all I had to do was grab their card, get on their calendar, done. So, I mean, again, it's just really, I love talking about it just because, and and it's not, you know, blowing my own horn. It's just kind of. I didn't really make this up in the beginning. It just kind of something I like fell into, as I mentioned. But but boy, is it is it fun having being involved with something that's really uh, unique and out of the box and, and working.
0: Something that you kind of fell into. I know you were on another podcast a few months back called the Accidental Entrepreneur, and I believe the uh, the host is one of your clients as well. Absolutely. But, uh, it's one of the most fun things ever is falling into something that's you're so passionate about and have so much fun with. Mm-hmm. And I would agree that, you know, in the world of Zoom, in the world of podcasts, in the world of Clubhouse, this way is the way to really engage people. It's it, you know, that old the other way of doing the digital business card with the send the long URL and the tap the phones, it's it just doesn't work in this in this type mm-hmm. of more virtual environment that we're in.
1: Right. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: So you had said on some of your content out there, you said without some of this process, you know, the text enablement and capturing the you know the, the the cell phone numbers of that person and you know all the process behind it without that even if you had a very strong conversation the contact might be lost due to everyday life or what you call the squirrel factor the squirrel, which yep, yep. I, I i love that term because mm-hmm. i've had colleagues that have used it in the in, in the past like hey don't go squirrel on me right right But yeah talk to us a little bit about that how how this really combats yeah, you know, people becoming irrelevant and getting lost in the flow of daily life.
1: No, that's exactly right. And and you're you're a very good listener. <laughs> you listen to my stuff that's out there, but um, but no, but really, what happens? You you everybody, if if you're a networker, you've been there. You've been in a in a really good discussion with somebody on a Thursday night at seven thirty out at a hotel room or whatever, whatever, at a hotel conference center, or whatever. And then you and you go home and you oh man this person's gonna buy I'm, I'm really excited from them, and then you, you um you don't hear from them on Friday and you and you got their card and you you phone phone them but they ghost you you don't hear, and uh, all of a sudden you're like what the heck happened to that but and it's not that they didn't that they that they were were totally fake they were actually interested in what you're saying. But this they had this world happen to them where where it is totally distracted and um, if they don't have your I mean and, and what what gets them back is you have the ability to text them because you have their cell phone number when they get your digital card so and when you text them they will read that sometimes you know like nowadays I don't know you if I don't understand if I don't recognize a number I'm not picking up. Um, because most of the time it 's spam, so um you know that that 's one and, and i 've had people say with emails, I said, Did you get my email well, I, right he'll he 'll say, "Do you know how many unread emails I have a thousand
0: <laughs> yes, I, I got yours you? along with half the planets <laughs> yeah. I know yeah,
1: exactly, so email is really an unreliable way of getting stuff out there phone people don 't even want to talk on the phone anymore they 'll say oh, just text me and 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 so that 's why this works so well
0: when you're a people person and you're into you know sales strategy business development and just networking in general i've i've actually heard email referred to as the bane of sales Mm -hmm. like it's it's something that if if that's the attempt and that's it it, there's a there's hundreds thousands for some people on a daily basis of of emails that come through so you know talk about getting your your quote-unquote regular business card lost in the shuffle Right, the email is the same exact thing. Even though it's a digital footprint, it gets lost in a shuffle of massive amount of cards and papers and everything in, in the digital world. So right. this way, I agree with you. If I get the text message, not only do you have the you know the analytics and the know how to capture that information behind the scenes, but that's something that does become a priority. It goes straight to my pocket. It goes straight to my hand. It goes straight to my eyeball. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's hard to really get something more on the top of the pile. Than that,
1: but right? but you know you know it's funny about it, people people say oh i've got to get that email address they they're, they're just trained to get that how do i can i get the email address from that and i said well you know what your email drip campaign how successful has that been for you when and th- that's what they're used to they might get a little uh, a drip uh, from their email drip campaign it might it might trickle back some business but i i will honestly say that i've never had any tool that's generated more business than than uh, than this digital card and, and and so once you get used to that Oh uh, the emails I don't really, no no thanks I I'll, I'll not I don't need your email address anymore. Um you know I'll I'll take your cell phone number anytime over that.
0: Yeah no no I agree and just you know again being I've said this on on many a show in the past referencing the the idea of 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 telling a good story it's when you just say something Audibly, like like when you said you're having the conversations, people don't always remember a lot of that. It's at mm-hmm. the end of the day, after life starts happening to them, they remember five to ten percent of what you told them. Mm-hmm. But you have you have the engagement. It's if you just give them the word and the twenty one thousand, it's they don't have to remember all that much. It's like just do that, and you have something tangible where you guys can remain in contact in a in a meaningful and effective manner.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: We're going to take a quick break, but we're going to be right back with the godfather himself, sipping on his wine in the garden, Gabe O'Neill, owner of Digital Accelerant LLC, the godfather of the the digital business card. Stay with us, everyone. Do you
4: feel uninformed about menopause and how it impacts on your life?
0: to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're talking with Gabe O'Neill, owner of Digital Accelerant LLC, the digital business card godfather. And here he is in all of his glory up on my screen here with the digital business card and the godfather-esque writing. But Gabe, this is the madness part of our show. This is the Artistic observational part of things, stories that you've seen out there, no subject to taboo. If uh, client confidentiality becomes an issue, don't have to compromise that whatsoever. We can always make up a story around it, but I could think of a number of different madness topics around this. People who subscribe and never use don't leverage it appropriately, but there's one thing that you showed me that I, just, I have to share with everybody who's watching visually, so uh there's a picture here of a of an old car at a toll booth from the Godfather movie. You guys might remember that scene, and if you don't, you should probably watch The Godfather today after you're done listening to my show obviously but uh if everyone remembers what happened in this scene uh Gabe made a video about himself being the godfather of the the digital business card and popped up a whole bunch of uh clients of his that might be able to help said person that had uh you know some some issues by the toll booth in the godfather movie uh we have someone who could repair cracked windshields we have someone who could provide nursing services someone who could provide health insurance but I just thought it was absolutely hilarious and a total great segue into the madness part of the show. So Gabe, give us some, uh, give us some stories from your travels.
1: Oh, let's see. Um, well, I, I just like the stories again, where, where people are are, are getting um, are, are doing really well with it. I've got one client who um, he told he showed me a picture of he, he is his, his keyword is science to 21,000. His name is Ronnie. And he does, uh, he teaches STEM workshops. He does STEM workshops for kids and for parents, and uh, and he's got all these workbooks. and And not too long after he had the card, he sent this picture out of when he um, he's, he's up to up up stacked up to his nose in books that in, in, in boxes of workshop books that had to go out. I mean, and, and a big row of them in his, in his uh, in his living room. Um, and, and, and I said, well, you know, how are you doing? He said, well, it's great. I said, well, how are you doing with the analytics part where all the, you know, all the leads are, all the cell phone numbers. He said, I've got to be honest with you. I, I can't keep up with them. And I'm, and I'm going, wait, no, that's, it that just doesn't compute with me. You've got to keep up. You've got to deal with all of those, but he, that's a problem. I, I, I don't know if I even want to have that where I've got so many leads that, that I don't, uh, that I'm just letting some fall to the floor. But, um, but anyway, so that, that's, um, yeah, yeah, that, that's Ronnie, but, the, but what I wanted to, um, but the one story I wanted to, to, to talk about was, you know, when, when the pandemic hit, um, we were, um, my only way of getting this stuff out. I live in the Atlanta, uh, metropolitan area. And my only way of getting it out was to network was to go to from place to place. And I would, I would be at a seven fifteen in the morning, BNI meeting. And I'd go to a, a lunch meeting after that. And then I'd drive down to Atlanta, uh, to, to do an, a happy hour, or whatever. And then I'd be home right around 10 o'clock. And, and that was going fine that was i w- i had no complaints but then all of a sudden it was like on a thursday we were told that no everything is shut down as of right now and i said wait a minute next week all those you uh, no, no 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 networking meetings next week for for forever uh, and i thought oh my gosh what am i going to do i mean you know and i and i I've, I've been in i've had enough bumps in my life where i've realized that um, okay. If, if, if I'm going to sit here and lick my wounds and say, why me, that's not the solution to the problem. Agreed. Um, and, and so the idea is, okay. Uh, how am I going to pivot from this? How am I going to get around this? What can I, what, what how am I going to fix this? And, um, and, and, and I, at the same time I saw, um, um, it was a quote that really stuck with me and it was, um, you can't, uh, you can't control the direction of the wind, but you can adjust your sails. And that was like, oh my gosh, that is really, it that, that I, I use that still, right? And <laughs> and, and it's um, and because because we're not done with pandemics or anything else. I mean, or or things that's going to hit me over the head, and knock me down. I mean, I, I, they're they're not finished with me. The <laughs> <My> entrepreneurial <laughs> gods are still getting ready to hit me with with another hammer at at some point. But the idea is that you just have to be able to 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 adjust and so we found some online networking events and this was like very early on uh, in the pandemic um and so i started joining those and then all of a sudden oh i have a sale in Rhode Island oh i have a sale in New Jersey and um and that really unleashed the hounds because um you know now i'm just doing a ton of networking i don't even i don't i haven't even gone back the networking events that I used to go to are open I don't go to them I mean the, the, these are a lot more efficient a lot more powerful so I just you know if there's anybody the one message I want to get have people understand from that is that you are you, you it, it, the, the why me th- thing does not work because it's why everybody every it happens to everybody right yep. so uh, and at the same time um, you know being good at dealing with those things makes you a good entrepreneur period. And, um, and if you're not good at that, then, then you need to get good at that. Um, but because guess what you're going to get, the hammer is going to come again and again and again, it doesn't, it doesn't have any, for some reason it doesn't seem to stop.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Building up resilience is definitely key, especially in any and all things related to the SMB world, but it, it, it definitely warrants mentioning that that's how I met you. Was that a virtual networking group? Right. The networking group. That's right. actually Absolutely. how I met. That's how I met Tommy D. Actually, I met him in person years ago, but still part mm-hmm. of a networking group. Uh, but Sam Leibowitz, the executive producer of TalkRadio.myc. That's mm-hmm. how I met him. Yeah. It's like so, that stuff definitely does work. What I what I like a lot about what you're doing is, yeah, you know, whether we're in pandemic living. Or we're first getting back to in-person networking meetings, which I went to one this morning and mentioned I was going to be interviewing you and there was immediate interest in what we were going to be talking about. It's kind of the best of both worlds. And to that end, here's this was a picture that you had on your website it's mm-hmm. saying that the card is ideal for trade shows. And I love this because I'm somebody who's done a lot of national account work over the last decade and running around the country, running booths, you know, attending events – think of the mountain of business cards that attendees and exhibitors have after these events and think of what a differentiator it is. If you say, Hey, you know what? Text Godfather or text SMB guy or text Tommy D to 21,000. Right. Mm Well, who the hell else is doing that? You got to differentiate yourself.
1: Right. Right. Absolutely. So when I do a trade show, I'll do a contest, like whoever, you know, to win, you have to, you have to text it. Um, and it, whatever, Echo Show or whatever we're giving away. Um, and, and, um, and you get, instead of those business cards that, that, well, I don't know what you're going to do with them. You're going to get uh, all these cell phone numbers that go right into your CRM automatically. And, um, and, and so, and, and every single one of those people has your digital business card on their phone that they can save the information right to their phone contacts. So that's a card, you know, you know when you, you go to a trade show, what do you do? You take their business card and you throw it in the bag, right? You throw <laughs> yes. it in the bag. And so at the bottom of the bag are like 40 cards that go. That And, you know, I let my wife pick through all the tchotchkes because that's what she wants to do. She likes the the lip balm and all this other stuff. The rest of it, gone. It, it literally <laughs> gone. So, um, yeah. yeah, so this that's why, I mean, it, especially if you're a speaker at a trade show, imagine yes. being able to, to close it by saying, well you know, text, whatever it is to 21,000 to get my information. And then you have like a hundred, 200 people text you at all at once. And that's, those are all, those are all people that opted into you that that are in And that's the difference. You know, sometimes when you're trading cards, it's just, that's the, that's how you close with somebody and you're trading a card with a guy who doesn't really care about you and you and you of him. But when they text your keyword, they, they have some interest in what you're doing. So those are the warm leads that you should follow up with. So that's another thing I really like about it.
0: I mean, even just the idea of dumping the business card in as a raffle ticket for things like the Echo Show or whatever you're giving away at these these trade shows—it's same kind of thing. It's a big stack of business cards that goes into a pile. Maybe they all make it there. Maybe they don't. It's like, oh, who, who was this again? What did they say? It's like, right. it's just—it's it's so much more engaging and so and so differentiated. It's the whole idea of passing regular business cards has been around for decades. And like like I, I said before, I don't know if you felt this too, Gabe, but before the pandemic, living you started this right around you know, got 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 really going with it September 2019. I felt the idea of this of the physical business card dying a couple of years before that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely because I mean I would what what I would do is I would go to um, a networking event, get a bunch of them, and you know people they say are you good at follow up I and mean, some people are good at it, some people aren't. Uh, but I'm not going to follow up with every single person. I'm not going to follow up with 40 cards. Maybe maybe that's wrong or whatever. But what I would do is I would pick out two or three cards that I had a really good conversation with, stick them in a different part of my pocket. And then when I got home, I was n- invariably, I would couldn't remember which pocket they were in. <laughs> I couldn't find them, but I finally would find them, put them there. The rest of them go on the uh, pile until the pile gets too big, then it goes in the trash. And, and, and so and it was funny because when I was in Atlanta, this is before the before the pandemic. Um, you know, the other thing I had asked a, a gentleman who just got my card um, and he downloaded it and he put my information right in his phone contacts. And so after that, I asked him a question. I said, so how many people are in this room? And he said, I don't know, 150. I said, how many of them will you remember when you go home tonight? And he smiled at me and he said, well, you're one of them. And it's true. I've had people remember me from six months before just because i had the digital card so then and that's and that's what we're all striving to do we're striving to stick our neck up a little higher than the next person to be different to stand out to be memorable to be out of the box i mean this has all that in spades
0: yep and you've mentioned this acronym alphabet soup a few times crm customer relationship management client relationship contact whatever you want to call it So, you know, there's multiple engines out there that really help with customer relationship management. So the way that you set up the tool, like, so do you have your your own kind of quasi CRM system or do people have to plug this into Salesforce or Microsoft Dynamics, et cetera?
1: Well, the good part of it is, is that you can export all the data as, as well. Because somebody was asking, well, I was using this thing, but the data's not mine. I can't get at it, blah, blah, blah. No, you have, you can, you can do 500 te- texts and, and spit them all out to your own file and, and go wherever you want with them. Uh, so, but you can export them into your own, import them into your own CRM. But if you don't, if you don't have a CRM, yeah, we do provide one for you. And it's, it's, it, it's, it's, it's enough. Um, you know, it, it allows you to write notes on, on, on people that you have. It allows you to, uh, schedule reminders like a lot of sometimes people say yeah i need a digital card but i gotta close this deal C- call me in two weeks i'll just flag that for you know two weeks from now pop that pops up and i contact them so yeah just simple stuff like that but it's but again so this is designed to help you from the time that you meet somebody to the time that you close and convert them to a client um it's not just the electronic card it's got so much more uh under the covers It's got, um you know, there, there's even a badge that 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 you get to wear when you're in, in person to, to that will that will, um, you know, I did this kind of as an afterthought. And my wife, my wife said, oh, don't forget to tell them about that badge. And I said, I said, what's, I don't know going to wear this. I mean, I'm I'm the only <laughs> nerd that's going to walk around and wear this. I'm not true. Not true. People love this. People absolutely love it because the first thing people are going to do is going to. Oh, hey, what's that around your neck? And you have that conversation and they text it, you get their cell phone number and yada yada. So it's, um, yeah, there's just so many different things about it. And the cool part of it is, is that I've got a lot of marketing background thanks to my, you know, uh, nonprofits that we built. And I've got a lot of technical background because I've been building software for so long. So if I want, if, if my marketing part says, hey, we need this, my technical thing, my technical side just goes and does it and and yep. you know and the part i like about it i don't have to ask anybody <laughs> a
0: perfect blend of science and art you know how much yeah. i love that we're going to take yeah. a quick break we're going to be right back with the godfather of the digital business card gabe o'neill owner of digital accelerant llc stay with us
4: are you passionate about the conversation around racism
0: Back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're talking with the godfather of the digital business card, Gabe O'Neill, owner of Digital Accelerant, LLC. Uh, Coming up next on talkradio.myc, you guys have Jeremiah Fox on the entrepreneurial web. So if you know anyone out there who is into SMB discussion, wants to be an entrepreneur, is an entrepreneur, bound to get some pearls of wisdom from Jeremiah and his special guests. But bringing things home with the godfather himself. You know, we're going to get into the the messaging piece. You know, what weekend insight can folks take home to make a Monday impact? And the biggest thing that just keeps resonating with me is you, you got to differentiate yourself, especially nowadays. Stay relevant. Don't get tossed in the trash like piles of business cards. I'm a pack rat, so my wife's yelling at me that I have to throw out my business cards. But, Gabe, give us give us some words of wisdom to send us on to the weekend.
1: Well, I think it's, it's just that. I mean, you, it, it's about being memorable. Um you, you want when you go to a networking event um and you're trying to get business, you want you want people to remember you. You want people to remember you so that they can refer you to other people. And they're not gonna do that with a business card. But if they know Gabe to twenty one thousand, uh SMB guy to twenty one thousand, Tommy D to twenty one thousand, that's how you refer those people out. It's extremely powerful.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's everybody's got a business card, everybody like it's, and half the time when I'm looking for the one that I want, I can't find it anyway. It's in, I, just like you said, I think the ones I think I'm going to need the most, I put it in a separate pocket. I've I've hidden them from myself, they're gone. So I mean, this is something where it's in a short time. The concept has come a long way. And, you know, I think we in a lot of ways, we have folks like you to thank for that, where. It's not just about the technology and the product. It's about someone who is that perfect blend of science and art, good people, someone who is very technically minded, but also has that marketing background, kind of like you said, you know, where everything's rooted in a good kick-ass process. It's, it's not just about, hey, let's, let's exchange contact information and we're done with each other. Like This is a way to keep things relevant, to keep it in your, con- your, your customer relationship management system, to keep it on the radar for further contact and connection
1: absolutely mm-hmm.
0: I love it it's it's something that again going back now uh it, it's doing things in person it's it's relevant beyond belief it's a differentiator and in the virtual world still still a differentiator it's it goes goes a lot further than just copying and pasting a whole bunch of contact information like I always do and flood the whole chat pod but you know just throwing it in there so everybody has every which way possible to get in touch with you It's so much easier just text s m b guy to twenty one thousand so uh Starting in a couple of days, I suppose, early next week, we uh, should be able to do that for all of you fine people. In the meantime, if you guys have uh, anything you want to reach out to me about, I did activate uh, smb guy at alwaysfriday.com. So you guys can always reach out to me, especially uh, if for any reason you guys can't get contact information from Gabe. He's got plenty of ways of getting it. You can text Gabe. You can text Godfather to 21000. Godfather being more fun, obviously. But mm-hmm. Gabe, this is this is awesome. I love where you're going. I love what you're doing. Before we let you go for the day, we're going to revisit my questions. What is your, who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? And what is your favorite musical instrument? And who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? Uh, I, I figured we beat the Godfather to death plenty, you know, during this talk that we had here today. Not that it's not a phenomenal character, uh, but when when I talked to you about this, the first thing that came to your mind for a favorite movie character actually was Rocky Balboa. So, you guys know the story. A small time boxer gets a supremely uh, rare chance to fight a heavyweight champion in a bout where he, which he strives to go the distance for his self respect. And it's kind of like you said, Gabe, the hits are going to keep on coming. So, you might as well be prepared for it. As uh, Iron Mike Tyson and our friend Michael Goldberg <laughs> likes to say, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. So, you know, very, very, very impactful.
1: Yeah, that's Rockio, right?
0: <laughs> that's funny. So your favorite movies, you gave me a couple of them, said you're more of a movie guy than a TV guy. The Wizard of Oz, which you're like, you said first, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a weird one. No, it's not. It's one of my favorite movies also. And in fact, thinking of you as the great Oz behind the curtain as it relates to digital card and connection, mm-hmm. I don't think that's a bad analogy either. It's not just about The Godfather.
1: Oh, it's it, it's just funny. I I didn't see that until I was in my thirties, uh, for the first time. But I just found like the music and everything is, it's just very, it's it's timeless, absolutely timeless. And it works, it works every time you watch it. it doesn't matter who you are.
0: And I, and think. I do like to join my guests in these little pictures I put together. So there's me as the Tin Man. I I didn't mean to insult you in any way by making you as the sa- Scarecrow. I I would definitely say you have a have I'm
1: a- honored. I'm honored to be any one of those people.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. You have a wonderful, magnificent brain, but uh, (laughs) I figured that this was still cooler than being the munchkins, but I couldn't resist. I had to do that too. That's that's true. (laughs) Another movie you gave me, which I I think this might be the first time I had this. Oh, actually I might've had it one other time before, but I love this one too. Uh, Avatar, A paraplegic Marine, dispatched to the moon, Pandora, unique mission becomes torn between following his orders and protecting the world that he feels is his home. So you look good in CGI.
1: Um, yeah, uh, maybe, (laughs) I don't know. It's debatable. I wonder what my wife would think about that. Well, I know, I know you're
0: anxiously awaiting the uh, the release of the new one, as many people are. But there, I had you as a Captain General, badass, whatever his name was, uh, talking about the rest of the squad, getting everyone prepared to go to battle. And that's really what you do is you get people prepared to go to battle to make the connections in the most effective way possible, in a way that can engage the audience. Mm-hmm. So love, love it once again what you're doing. So th- this was this was a good one for me. Actually, I, I couldn't help it. I had to sneak one more Godfather picture back in here. I, I couldn't yeah. help myself. But uh, last but not least, not in any way, one of my favorites as well. Uh, favorite instrument and artist who you'd like to hear play it is the electric guitar from none other than David Gilmore, oh, member of the rock band Pink Floyd, joined as a guitarist and co lead vocalist in '68. Shortly before the departure of the founding member, Sid Barrett, by the uh, early 1980s, not only was I born, uh, Mm. but they had become one of the highest selling and most acclaimed acts in musical history. By 2012, they sold more than 250 million records worldwide, including 75 million in the United States. There's me on stage with you. I'm Nick Mason and you're David Gilmore, which might be more appropriate for you to be Nick Mason because I heard you play the drums. Yeah, Uh uh-huh.
1: Yeah, it's not a good look, boy. I mean, it's funny, but the one thing I'll say about him is—is is not most electric guitar people think they can sing and they can't. Like Eric Clapton's a good example. I and now I'm going to get all kinds of yelling for about Eric Clapton fans. He's the best guitarist I've ever seen, but he's is his voice is is okay. But David Gilmore, his voice is—he's got unbelievable voice and an incredible guitar player. I mean, he's just the whole package.
0: I was excited I when, you, when you told me that uh, Comfortably Numb from, from the Pulse uh, right. event was, was one of your favorite tunes, Absolutely. and Absolutely. I had just gotten out of my car from listening to the exact same thing, so mm-hmm. Def- mm-hmm. definitely hit the right nerves with me. Right. You guys know where to find Mr. Gabe O'Neill. You could text Godfather or Gabe to 21,000 you guys want to see examples of the cards that he does you could text cards to 21,000 you could see some of them on your own gabe love what you're doing thanks so much for being on the show looking forward to getting my card up and running with you
1: thanks for having me steven i really appreciate it
0: absolutely my man Mm -hmm. coming up next week we're going to be talking about fair factual and unbiased news i know that sounds like something that's impossible but uh we're going to be talking with my friend seth feldman he's head of content at straight arrow news new brand new news network out of Omaha, Nebraska. So Straight Arrow News, committed to covering every side of every story, going above and beyond the day's headlines, offering context and perspective. You guys know how much I like that, to make the news make sense. We respect differences in beliefs and opinions, celebrating the American values that unite, strive to deliver the news with nuance and empathy. So really looking forward to talking with Seth. That's going to be next week, Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, right here on Always Friday, following Tommy D on Philanthropy in Focus. We hope that you guys gained some weekend insight to make a Monday impact. Have a great weekend, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye, everybody.